Good morning, everyone. Lesbian and Manomi. Hey. Uh, my name is Francois. Uh, married to a beautiful wife. Hey, there we go. There they are. They're the back. Nadine, now little toddler that started speaking back now. <laughs> Just more to come. There's another one on his way. Now, man, teenagers are easy. <laughs> I was one myself. <laughs> oh, man. Sure. Um, so, um, you know, so we as a church, we are a spirit-led church. And what that means is we come in, Francois comes in with a preach prepared that, we, that I feel, and then Caesar comes with his songs, and the elders come with, with the direction that we feel, and then God comes and he does something. And we don't want to go in our own way because God builds his church. Hey, God builds his church, and we come alongside and we follow the Spirit. And that's what happened this morning. I've never seen so much fla flags waved. <laughs> but God builds this church. And many times it's uncomfortable and, and we see the flags and the worship goes on and the words come. But God is so madly in love with you that He would bring that word so that you can have freedom. And we, we, can, we can so easily go, it's for the guy next to me or for this person. But, but God stops and he takes a moment and he goes to the individual. He goes to you and he says, I want you to walk in freedom. I want you to lay it down. Christ has set us free. If you are in him and you belong to him. There's freedom for you. Um, and many times what happens is the things of life gets tough and it gets heavy. I mean, we moved this week and the only thing that I saw the whole week was walls being painted, holes, holes being filled, vacuuming, broom, packing, you know, and we get so, it gets so a lot in the moment and sometimes our circumstances is the same thing, and we just look into it, and we look at it. There's a great quote that says, if we look inward, we'll be distressed. But if we look at Christ, we'll be at rest. And my, 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 encouragement, my encouragement for us this morning is really this, that the laying down is this. So that we don't carry it ourselves and look at our things the whole time, the yuckiness. Because then we'll just become overwhelmed, burnt, we become distressed, we lose vision, we feel stuck. But the, re the, 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 the reason why we lay something down is to say this, God, I give this to you. I trust you with whatever this is. And when I've laid it down and I've surrendered it, because surrender means not... I surrender it. Surrender means I give it, I throw it down, I submit this to you, I trust this with you, to you, that you will take care of my circumstance, that you would sort this out. And then we don't do this. Any moment now? <laughs> Any moment? Uh, not? Okay. Ah, no, he's not going to take it. And we get, No, we lay it down and then we lift our gaze to the one. Oh, sorry, to the one who's on the throne. And we lift our gaze to Jesus. There's one on the throne that loves you so much, that wants your eyes focused on him, that wants you to put your trust in him. No matter what's going on, we have to learn to take a step back, surrender it, and look to him. Where's that, um, Leoni? This is not my preach. <laughs> but I just feel this. It is, I, just, I just feel God on it. And if I go on, I don't want to be disobedient. That song, um, um, How Great Thou Art, in high English art. <laughs> so maybe let's just take a moment. This has been on my heart since yesterday. And I want us to look at this lyrics. Maybe... 
Could you just, for a moment, close your eyes? If you're going, if you're on the, in, on the mountain and you're experiencing victory, he's worthy of your affection. If you're down in the valleys this morning and you don't know where to go, he's worthy of your affection. Just position your heart for a moment and just gaze upon him. Just gaze upon him. He's here and he's meeting with us and with you as an individual this morning. Oh Lord, my God, when I in awesome wonder Consider all the work thy hand has made. I see the stars and I hear the rolling thunder, your power throughout the universe displayed sing to him then sings my soul my savior god to thee just tell him how great thou art how great thou art then sings my soul, my Savior God, to thee. How great thou art, how great thou art. Can we just sing that chorus again and just look to him? Then sings my soul, my Savior God, to thee. How great thou art, how great thou art. Then sings my soul, my Savior God to thee. How great thou art, how great thou art. Yes, Jesus. And it's as simple as this that we take a song like that and we lift Jesus. And we fix our eyes and our hearts on him. Because he is worthy. He is worthy. He is worthy. And some of us need to hear this morning that he is trustworthy. He is trustworthy. A true rest can only be found in him. And I want to say this, that this, if some of us don't know this one that I'm speaking about this morning. I want to say that he knows you and he desires you. And this morning, there's an invitation from the throne room of heaven for you to accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior, as your friend, as the one that will walk with you, alongside you, the one that's worthy of your lives. And he wants your heart this morning. Surrender to him. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Um, and as I, um, as I was preparing a preach, and then last night, six o'clock, I don't know what happened, but I changed it. <laughs> and then uh, this morning, my, my wife, I just want to say, I said to her, She's amazing. She finished, she gets this, our little toddler done herself, and then I'm busy working and trying to figure it out. So 
well, you finds a wife, finds a good thing. I just want to say that. And um, so I, this morning, I just want to share something very practical with us. But something that I think in this day and age, we many times forget. And I want us to, to not only hear this morning, but to do. Because there's a difference between hearing and doing. Let me show you this scripture quickly. James 1 verse 22. James writes this and he says, But be doers of the word and not hearers only, deceiving yourselves. For if anyone is a hearer, <laughs> you can hear I'm Afrikaans, of the word and not a doer, he is like a man who looks intently, there's a word there, intently, so he looks at himself intently, at his natural face in a mirror. For he looks at himself and he goes away and at once forget what he was like. But the one who looks into the perfect law, the law of liberty, and perseveres, being no hero who forgets but a doer who acts, he will be blessed in his doing. Who wants to be blessed in their doing? Some of us. All right. So I'm speaking to you. <laughs> but this morning I want us to hear and then do. So I really feel this morning is a call to action, and that's why I changed my preach. John 13, verse 34, and Jesus, just before he ascends and goes back into heaven, he says, there's a new commandment I give to you, that you love one another. Just as I have loved you, you also are to love one another. By this, all people will know that you are my disciples, if you have love for one another. Just leave that up there for a moment, Leonie. We see that, you know, moments before someone, and I've heard this many times, that before somebody passes away and they're on their deathbed and they're on their way from this earth to eternity, wherever that might be, there's always something that they say. And this thing that they say is, is the important thing. That actually, sometimes people go, I wish I did this. I loved more. I loved my family more. Or they say, please do this for me, which shows the importance of it. Because just before they go away, they say this to the people around them. And just before Jesus goes into heaven, he says, a commandment I, I give you. This is not just something that we, it's a good idea. Or when you feel like it. If Christ is our Lord, he's giving us a commandment. Yes? He's saying to us, we need to do the following. As your Lord and Savior, I want you to do this. An instruction or a charge that he's giving us. And it's this, that you would love one another. That you would love one another. And the beautiful thing for me is, he says that by this all people will know that you are my disciples if you love one another. Jesus is saying this, if we do this thing, if we love one another like Christ loves and loved us, then what are we doing? We're reflecting Jesus to the world. He says, by this you will, that they will know that you are my disciples. What is a disciple? Well, a disciple, if you look at the, 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 the disciples of Jesus, they followed him. They learned from him. They, they tried to imitate him. They wanted to become like him. And so when we love, we are imitating something of Jesus himself. Who wants to imitate Jesus? Well, I want to. I want to be like him. You know, the, the Bible says that we're being transformed from glory to glory, becoming like Him. The Father's desire for us, if you're a Christian, His desire is for you to become like His Son, like Jesus. That when people look at you, they don't see Emsley, they don't see Ari, they don't see Trevor, they don't see Peter, they don't see Franz, they see Jesus, something of Jesus, so that He can be glorified and not me. I'm going to say something that's probably obvious. But you know that Christianity is not about you. <laughs> we, we, we've made it so much about us. You know, I, I, I go, you just go onto Facebook, you go onto Instagram, you go onto YouTube. 
And you see these guys that call themselves prophets or they call themselves apostles. And they come with their cloak and they walk around here and you get like, there's this one guy I watched in Africa. He's got like five bodyguards and he's, he's walking with his golden mic, <laughs> literally a golden mic. And the, and the bodyguards are like, they're just walking around, stopping people not to touch the prophet, the man of God. I'm like, what is this all about? You're missing it here. And people are praising them. Ah, oh, prophet, prophet. And on Facebook, we see how to step into your calling, your gifting, your thing. It's all about me, 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 me. No. It's not. It's about him. And Jesus is telling us that how we can make this thing when we're truly followers of Christ to not be about me, but to be about him. I would, my previous preacher, I wanted to, to talk about our purpose, but I'll give you the short of it. What is our purpose? Well, it's not to go forth and multiply, make babies, because then anyone has to have a baby. It's not, it's not to, to be a zookeeper like Adam and can't tell the animals what to do. It's not to have the best job and be successful. No. Your purpose is simple. It's to glorify Him. It's to glorify Christ. In whatever you do, it's to glorify Him. It's to live, show the world the Savior on the throne. And the one way that we can do it this morning that I want to show us is love. Is love. So I, 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 I did a, quite, a, a quick test and I typed in to Google, define love. This is Google's definition. It's an intense feeling of deep affection or a great interest and pleasure in something. You see, it's all feelings-based, and it's about you just feeling this thing. We even see it in the movies. Yes, it's like the guy meets the girl and he already loves her. I'm like, yeah, get married. Then the true test comes. Because then you have to love the, you know, my, my wife would tell you, she thought I was perfect before we got married. She's like, he went to Bible school, so surely he must be perfect. He's going to wake up at 3 o'clock in the morning, read the Bible. Two hours later, make a coffee. Wait, 3 o'clock. She only gets up at, what, 10? No, I'm joking. No, I'm joking. <laughs> Six o'clock. <laughs> I'm joking. It's me, Nana. Six, oh, every day. Six. So, so, and then get up at six. When she gets up at six, I put a coffee there, and I sit there, and I massage her feet, and I quote her what I just read from the scriptures. I wash her with the word. Hey, Nana, I said that's what she thought, probably. <laughs> Uh, no, 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 no. Back for the mic. No, 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 no. <laughs> I'm making it difficult for myself tomorrow morning. But, but then she married me and she saw my flaws. <laughs> and she had to learn that, it, listen, this thing, is, it's, it's action. You know, I have to love her and she needs to love me through it all. It's not about some tingly feeling we're feeling in our feet, you know, when, <laughs> when she gets her massage. Massage, feet massage. But what is love? Baby, don't hurt me. I wanted to say that. <laughs> don't hurt me. <laughs> 1 Corinthians 13. And I, and I want to say this before we read this scripture. We have, you can put it on the only, but we have read this so many times. You go to a wedding and it is this. You read it and it's this. That we, you read it so many times that we actually forget what it actually is. This, this is the biblical, if you want to know what love is, this is where we go. He says this, if I speak in the tongues of men, men and of angels, but have not love, I'm a noisy gong or a clanging cymbal. I wish we had a cymbal here so I could make you like what it sounds like. <laughs> and if I have prophetic powers... And understand all mysteries and all knowledge. And if I have all faith so as to remove mountains but have not love, I am nothing. 
how different is it today that we, we want to do the next course so that we can get the best knowledge and power and prophetic this and this, which is good. Let's do prophetic training. Let's do leadership training. But if we don't get this right, if we don't have love, then we're nothing. Dan maak ek het een voor. Even preaching. If I don't love you, then I'm just mocking geraas. If I give away all I have, and if I deliver up my body to be burned, yes, what a shame would that be. But if not love, I gain nothing. You know, you go on social media and you go on YouTube and all these YouTubers, it's like, I see this on YouTube. They walk with this camera and they, they say, sir, won't you give me a, what's a five rand? And then the person gives them a five rand and they take this bag of notes and they say, yes, sir, I want to bless you. And I go, dude, you're doing it for views. <laughs> but even in, in Christian circles, this has become the thing. I give so that people can see how good I am. But even if your body is burned and you have not loved, it doesn't mean much. So take everything that you think you should know to be trained, to walk in whatever God has called you, which is good. Take that, put it one side and go, am I loving the way Jesus loves me? Because this is of first importance. Jesus says it before he ascends into heaven. He says, love so that people can know. He doesn't say, he says, go and make disciples. But he say, doesn't say, go speak in tongues in front. Go play your guitar. Go do this. Go do this. He says, love. Love firstly. And then he goes to the well-known passage where he says, love is patient. It's kind. Love does not envy or boast. It's not arrogant or rude. Yes. This is Jesus, hey? Jesus is patient and kind. It does not insist on its own ways. It's not irritable or resentful. It does not rejoice at wrongdoing. You know, the world says, no, just accept. Your truth, my truth. If you tell me that I'm wrong, then you don't love me. Huh? Not what the scripture says. The scripture says... That if that's wrongdoing, if that's not from God, if that's not according to God's truth, and I don't say this is wrong, then I don't love you. It's anti what the world is teaching at the moment. That we just have to accept. No, no. Hey, just because I'm telling you this is wrong doesn't mean I don't love you. I'm actually telling you this is wrong so that you can repent and come to Christ. Among one another. But now it gets interesting because now we go like, I'm going to correct you because it's love. What's our heart's posture? Because then it will be patience. It will be kindness. You see, you see, you see that, that before he goes into all that, before he says that we don't rejoice at wrongdoing, he first says patience, kindness. Not being rude, not being prideful, full of yourself. Love bears all things. Love believes all things. Love hopes all things and love endures all things. I've seen so many times in my own heart where I go immediately in my head, oh, this guy is just doing it because of A, B, and C. But the scripture says that love believes the best, believes all things. Not in a way that you are dumb, <laughs> but in a way that I love you so much that I believe that what you did right now and 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 you didn't say hi to me at the door. Entis? No, I'm joking. <laughs> I was looking at someone to pick on. No, Entis is our new neighbor, so I have to be nice with him. But believing the best of that person, that's love. That's love. And if I take that whole scripture, I see this. Love is a commandment. Love is uncomfortable. Because our, our, our nature, our flesh doesn't want to do this. Now, I just want to do it. The world goes, I just want to, it's me about myself, living my best life now, doing what's good for you. No. And that's where our flesh wants to go, but it's uncomfortable. We need, 
Love is more about the other person than it's about you. Who agrees with that? It's not about me. I love you not to get something in return, but I love you because you're in Christ's image, man. And if I love you, he gets the glory. And if he doesn't love me back, then so be it. You know, Jesus came to this earth. It says, the Bible says, why we will still sinners. Why we wanted nothing to do with him. When we were rejecting him, when we were enemies of God. When, when they persecuted Jesus on earth, he didn't say one thing. He said, Father, forgive them for they do not know what they're doing. He loved. It's not about me. It's an active, it's a doing we can't just, I love you, yes. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> no, we have to get up. We have to love. I'm going to go to the, I want to show you this scripture if I can find it. 1 John 3 verse 18 to 20 says this. Dear children, let's not merely say that we love each other, but let us show the truth by our actions. It's active. It's one thing to say it. It's another thing to do it. Philippians 2 verse 3 to 4. And this is what I will show you that this is not about us. It says this, Do nothing from selfish ambition or conceit, but in humility count others more significant than yourselves. Let each of you look not only to his own interests, but also to the interests of others. Amazing. And then he speaks about Jesus, how in humility Jesus stepped down from the throne, came, died a sinner's death so that you and I can be in relationship with him. That's love. That's love. So how, and this is where the practical comes in, how can we practically love one another? So I want to say this, you know, when we look at the Old Testament, this is a beautiful picture. Is that Israel was a, the reason why they had the, the laws and stuff was so that the nations around them could see the nation of Israel and see that there's something different and that the God that Israel is serving is the true and living God. And the nations will be drawn unto this and, event, and actually just serve the same God. And that's why we see in the New Testament as well that the church is there to disciple one another, outside, tell the gospel, bring the people in. So the church is there to reflect Christ, to be a lighthouse on a hill, to those in darkness so that they can be drawn here. And when we love one another, we reflect that together. So I want to say this, each one of us, each one of you in, this, in your seat, <laughs> Mornay once told me, don't point. <laughs> so I'm trying not to point now. But you, Philip, <laughs> each one of us have an obligation, a commandment to love, to reflect Christ so that people can go, my goodness, this looks different. And I want this. I want to be part of this and be drawn in. So here's a, a, a practical way. Hebrews 10 verse 24 to 25. Let us consider how to stir up one another to love and good works, not neglecting to meet together, as it is the habit of some, but encouraging one another, and all the more as you see the day drawing near. You can leave that up, Leone. The first thing, as he says, this is the action, consider. I've, I asked this last time, but have you considered when you came in this morning, how can I love the person next to me? Have you considered, when you go to communities, how can I love those around me today? That's actually, that's actually thinking. Have you prayed and asked the Holy Spirit, Lord, who is there that needs love? Everyone needs love. <laughs> but who is there specifically that I can love in a specific way? Do you believe God is alive and He speaks? So then God will direct your steps. And because God loves, he will show us how to love. And so the action is this. We need to be intentional and consider how we can love. The second thing, stir up to love and good works. 
the writer here is referring to their love and service to Christ. You know, that's why I'm saying we're not just here to fill a seat, but we're here for one another. We're here to consider how we can stir up one another. You know, when you stir something, I remember uh, when we were younger, we would go in a pool and we'll, we, would, we would fall and we'll run around the pool, run around and we'll take a few times and then all of a sudden the current starts going and it starts taking us around the pool, stirring up. It takes a moment. Sometimes when it's icky, marshmallowy stuff, you can see I'm not a baker, you stir and it takes a while, it takes a while, and suddenly it gets easier. That's stirring up. You know, sometimes I have to go to Ari and I have to, like Encourage. Yes, man, the way you, this is the example everyone uses, I'm going to use it. The way you dance on stage just brings joy to me. And I can just think how God is encouraged, not encouraged, how he feels loved by this, and how you set an example to others to also praise and worship Jesus. That's stirring up one another so that they can serve and love God better and more and walk in that which God has called us to. To perseverance. The stirring up of love and good works also to persevere. What happened this morning? There was an encouragement to persevere. We see. God sees you're going through this thing. God sees you're struggling. But persevere because there's hope. We were stirring this morning. It was awkward in the beginning. Caesar is not looking at Trevor and Trevor stands here. And he's waiting for Caesar to look. <laughs> and it was like, what's going on? It's awkward and we're stirring, we're stirring, we're stirring. And all of a sudden, poof. Freedom. All of a sudden, everyone sees, ah, oh, I have to surrender, look to Christ. Ah, oh, I can persevere. And that was love. We need to stir one another up to persevere through these things. And then the, the last thing in this scripture is to not neglect to meet together. You know, that's love. <laughs> I feel love. When Emsley is here, because I know he cares about me and I care about him. So the person next to you, if we want to encourage and stir one another up, and we come, then we show one another, I love you so much and I'm here this morning. Even comes. I love you so much. Rain, storm, heat, strokes, I don't know. I'm going to drive to community tonight. All the community leaders, yes! <laughs> and not post on the group. I'm not going to make it. Sorry, no condemnation, anyone? I was a community leader myself. But, uh, but, but I'm going to come tonight because I love those that's here. And I'm going to stir them up. And I'm going I'm to consider on my way as I'm driving through the storm and the, and the water how can, I, how can I love the people today? Can I bring some cookies? <laughs> can I wash the dishes? Can I look at after their children? We're planting a community soon, so we're gonna look, we can look after the children. But, um, but, but, but really not neglecting to meet together. But to come so we love, because we love. Encouraging, encouraging one another. So for all the Greek scholars here, I'm going to butcher this word now, but please. <laughs> I didn't have Wi-Fi at home, so I couldn't listen to how they say it. But anyway. <laughs> I'm, I'm working up conference. Yeah, you guys must stir me up now. <laughs> para kaleo. Para para, oh, there we go. I butchered it. But it means this, and this is the word. <laughs> this is the awkward part. Para, parakalia. All right. So that, that's the Greek word for encouraging. Sounds like Chinese, but the Bible was not written in Chinese. <laughs> para, para. Yeah, it's not paraklis, but it's the, it's, there's, a, there's a connection there. But para is side of, alongside, or beside. And kaleo means call. So the, me, so the word literally means 
to call one alongside. That's what the word encouragement means. To call one alongside. So there's a good analogy. Let's take roller skating. Jamie, when he grows up, he's going to want to roller skate. <laughs> I don't know who roller skates in Fossil Bay, but anyway. So he wants to roller skate. I'm not just going to go like, encourage, hey, go, man, put it on. Go, go. And then, poof, and I follow, and I said, mama, and Tawana. No, what I'm going to do is, I'm going to stand next to him. He's going to get onto his roller skates. I'm going to take his arm. I'm going to take, put my arm around him. We're going to move together. Say, so well done, man. Well done. Well done. Alongside. Well done. One foot. Okay, now this way. Now this way. Okay, a little bit left. I'm stirring him up. Stirring him up. He's moving. I'm encouraging. He's moving. And then all of a sudden I can leave him and he can go. Well, probably not the same day, but as we go. It's the same thing. When we encourage, we don't just do it from a distance. We come alongside and encourage. Hey, you're going through a difficult time. Come, I'm coming alongside you. I'm coming alongside you. Hey, don't worry. Hey, you can. Jesus, just look at Christ. Look at him. Hey, can I, pr can I pray for you? And not on WhatsApp, can I pray for you? And you never pray or pray emoji and then you forget about it. No, hey, come, let's, let's pray. Let's pray. What is it? Come, let's pray. Do I feel a word for you? Do I feel a scripture for you? Or can I go just go fetch the scripture? You don't always have to feel the Lord giving you a scripture. You can also just read the scripture. Because scripture is there to build up. But coming alongside, are we coming alongside one another? Are we coming? Are we comforting? Are we considering when I come alongside how I can love and encourage you? Encouragement is defined as building others up. It is important that our words benefit and add value to those who hear them. Ephesians 4.29, this is where the, it says, Let no corrupting talk come out of your mouths, but only such as is good for building up, as fits the occasion, that it may give grace to those who hear. Coming alongside and encouraging is building up. It's not, hey, Avi, I know you've got an offense with Vili now after this morning. <laughs> Yes, I can't believe Willie does such a thing. You know, the other day he also did the same with me. You know, and you, I, I, maybe, yes, bro, I don't know, just maybe just not sit close to him. He must sort out his heart. I mean, let's pray for Willie, man. Let's pray for Willie. <laughs> let's pray that the Lord sorts his heart out. That tonight the angel of the Lord will appear. Not Gabriel Michael, the war angel. <laughs> no, that's not encouraging. Because you're not building him up. You're breaking down. And so encouragement is not stirring that offense. You know when there's an offense? Sometimes, it's not most of the times, actually, it starts here with yourself. Hey, Ari. I hear what you're saying. But I know, Billy. I know he loves God. I know he loves people. He spends hours with people. I know he loves you. And so what he said this morning, I'm pretty sure it wasn't meant. Maybe just, just, just in your own heart, let's, just, let's pray that that, that, that that thing doesn't take root. I just want to say there's nothing between Ari and Vili, all right? <laughs> I know they're sitting there. <laughs> but, <laughs> but that is loving and encouraging and building up. Coming alongside, not breaking down. Pavakaleo. <laughs> it's wrong, I'll tell you. Listening. Oh, man. 1 Peter 4, verse 8 to 11, he says this Above all, you see that word again? Above all, keep on loving one another earnestly earnestly, since love covers a multitude of sins. Hey, you sometimes, I, I was just, I'm just in my own heart sometimes. I go like, no, God must, I must stuff. 
And then I go like, you know what? Actually, I deserve God's judgment. And how many times did God show me grace? Show hospitality to one another without grumbling. As each has received a gift, use it to serve one another. Your gift is not there for you. It's there to serve others. As good stewards of God's Grace, whoever speaks as one who speaks oracles of God, whoever serves as one who serves by the strength that God supplies. And here's the key, in order that in everything God may be glorified through Jesus Christ. That is why you love. That is why you do what you do. That is why you get uncomfortable and you press in and you love no matter if you get nothing back. It's because Jesus Christ deserves the glory. And when you do that, you show the world that we are disciples of him. I get passionate because this is what God wants from us. We're so quick to want to learn all the secrets and this stuff. But if we don't get this thing right, then we're missing it. To Him belong glory and dominion forever and ever. Amen. I want to use this example of our move quickly. I'm, I see I'm over time, so I'm going to try and land it quickly. You know, we were moving this week, and um, on Friday... A bunch of guys pitched up at 8 o'clock in the morning. You know, there's <laughs> we were ready. I, don't want to, I want to figure out if I should name names now because you guys, do you want rewards in heaven or here? I'm just checking. <laughs> but but they, they rocked up and it was an hour and a half and everything was out of the house and in the new house. Literally. But it was also two streets down, so not too far. But, uh, but they moved stuff. And I, um, through the whole week, there was different people that came in and did stuff in my new house. The one fixed holes. The other one installed a, a system there in our house. Uh, the other one helped me to garden because I can't garden. Um, and and in the, other, the, the one fixed my garage door. And I looked at one of the guys and I said, um, you know what? Yes. And this is what I've been picking up the whole week is in this congregation, there's so many people with different skill sets and gifts. How amazing is it that they would come to serve, to love me? Because there was a moment where I went like, okay, I don't have coffee. <laughs> I don't have Coke now. <laughs> I don't have money to buy pizzas. So how can I give back? And I had to settle in my heart that they're loving me. And they're serving me with their gifts. And in this congregation, we want to look at Corinthians many times. We look at the gifts of prophecy, word of knowledge, and all these things. I want to say that, yes, that is a way you can serve and love. But you also, in yourself, have a skill set. <laughs> gifts. You might be able to make coffee. You might be able to, to, to hit a, 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 a spiker <laughs> in the wall. And you go like, where do I use it on a Sunday? But it's not just about a Sunday. It's throughout the week. And you know, but it was a beautiful thing. I drove past and the people um, that we moved out the house, that we moved out, the owners, they stay in the same complex. And I drove past and they say, ah, trekkie nog lekker. And I was like, it's done. Everything's moved. And she, she went like, what? I said, no, the church came. She's like, but it was such a pride in my heart that I said, the church came to help me. Because people need to book and to pay and to, and not one of these guys that I know of yet asked me for money. <laughs> Check your mail. All right, let me just... <laughs> But that's the beautiful thing, is what is in your hand? Encouragement, a verse, a spiker, filling a hole, helping to move, taking a meal. We're, and we're being blessed with meals. I'm like, it's crazy. And it helps us a lot because my wife is pregnant. She can't carry a lot of stuff and she gets tired very quickly. And we were just blessed, man. We just felt the love of the church. And Jesus was glorified. You, 
You do not need a particular skill set. You just need a heart that loves. Because each person sitting here is part of a bigger body, a family. And each person sitting here has something to give, contribute, so that Christ can be glorified. Even financially, I'm going to end with this testimony because I've been wanting to tell it for a while. The testimony in one story and I'll be done. A good friend of mine, we were having a discussion the one day. Because finances is a tricky thing, eh? It's, it's like it's close. It's, your, your beer is now on your beer, you it? And it's a, it's a, hey, don't touch, don't touch. But you know that you can love through your finances. So my friend said to me, we was chatting, and he said to me, yes, we, me and my wife were chatting, and I said to her, yes, I really want to buy a new car. He said, but if I buy a new car, that would mean I have to pay more now monthly, and I have to take out this and this, and this will cost me more, and it will go and my budget will be less. And, uh, and actually what then happens is I can't bless people like I'm blessing at the moment. And I just looked at this, I was like, my word. This really shook me. This, and he, he said, there's actually nothing wrong with the car. They can drive it. There's nothing wrong with it. And he's, but I saw his heart in that moment was, my finances is not for me. Well, it is, but not just. It's also for those in this household. How I can bless, how I can give, how I can love them with it, what God has given me. And I walked away from that conversation and I went, I looked at my own heart and I said, what is my finances? Am I sp- and there is a place to buy new cars and there is a place to spoil yourself. But what is the heart position? Is it firstly to love? Or is it about me? And I, I had to check my heart in that moment. Because God gave me so that I can give to others. There's the story, and this is where I'm going to end with, about the Apostle John who walked, walked with Jesus on earth. And uh, one of the, the church fathers, I think, wrote this and. um so it's not canon, it's not in the Bible, but this is what they wrote about the history. As he was uh, working in Ephesus, they said John was old and frail, unable to walk. So his disciples would carry him into the gathering of believers on the Lord's Day to church. Every week, these were his words to the congregation. Little children, love one another. This went on week after week. Until at last, more than a little weary of these repeated words, his disciples asked him, Master, why do you always say this? And John replied, because it is the Lord's commandment. And if this only is done, it is enough. If this only is done, if we love one another, it's enough. And we can love those outside by telling them, spreading the gospel, by telling them about Jesus Christ. But if we do that, it is enough to love one another. And I want to encourage us. That I hope this is encouragement and not a condemnation for you guys. But I believe that as a body, as we love one another better, the world will see Christ. And the beauty is, is if I love you, I take the focus of myself and I, and I get blessed by it. And so, call today, and I want to echo Jesus' words, by the way that you love one another, they will know that you are my disciples. Let's be a lighthouse on the hill that people see there's something different because of their love for one another. And it's not something that you, yes, it's a stepping out. But if you struggle with that, ask God, Lord, help me. Help me to love. Help me. It's going to be a stepping out many times. It's going to be uncomfortable. But help me. 
And as we follow the Holy Spirit and as God empowers us, as God gives us the grace, we will love like Jesus loves us. Not always perfect, but we will love. Can I ask us to stand together? And I'm going to make this, this call for us. If your heart this morning was stirred and you say, I want to love better. I want to love those around me. I want to love like Christ loves me so that he can be glorified. If that is you and you want to just pray again with me that the Holy Spirit just stir that thing in your heart and give you love for those around you, won't you just raise your hands with me so I can pray? If that is your prayer this morning, if that is your decision, I want to love so that Christ can be glorified. Lord Jesus, we thank you that we can love because you first loved us. Lord Jesus, I thank you that you stepped down from the throne, came to earth, loved those around you, and ultimately showed your love for us by dying on the cross, raising, being raised again after three days, seated at the right hand of, of God so that we can be in relationship with you, Lord. And I ask for each individual here, Holy Spirit, would you warm their hearts for love for one another, Jesus. That when it's uncomfortable, that we will step out, Lord. That we will step out, Lord, in love because you asked us to do so, Lord. That you would stir our hearts up, Lord. Stir it up, God. Stir it up, Lord. That we will reflect you well as a church, God that we will reflect you well, and that you will get the glory. All glory to you, Lord Jesus. We thank you for your love for us, Lord, that you gave so that we can give. Holy Spirit, I ask that you, as we leave this building, or as we're standing here even, that you will already start speaking and showing us how we can love how we can step out into that action. In Jesus' name, amen.